Thank you for tuning in to the Just Believe podcast. I'm your host, HP Mac. I appreciate you listening to this podcast. This podcast is raw, authentic, and unscripted. With that being said, enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Just Believe podcast. I am your host, HP Mac. Today, I am honored to meet this young lady who we've been exchanging DMs, and I love her page and what she's doing. This young lady goes by the name of Reese. Go ahead. Hi, um, I'm Reese, and I run a page on Instagram and Facebook called Sisterhood of the Travel Pains. It is um, based on raising mental health awareness, spreading positivity, um, and basically sharing my healing, my personal healing journey and recovery from mental illness. Um, about two years ago, on September 11th, 2018, I had a mental breakout. Um, I dissociated from the world, from myself, from everything I was doing. I was at work, um, and I lost bits of time. Uh, I was driving, and I don't remember where I was, what I was doing. My um, After about four hours of me being missing, my boss ended up being able to get in touch with me, finally answered my cell phone. I came to myself for a second, and they're like, where are you? I'm like, hey, I'm in this parking lot. Okay, good, stay there. Why? What's going on? Like, I had no idea what was going on. But I stayed and I waited, and then by the time my boss got there, I was gone again. I completely dissociated. Um, I think a big part of the catalyst of that episode, and this was the first major episode I've had like that, um, I think the biggest catalyst of that was my father and I had gotten into a physical altercation. Um, at that point, I was living with him with my daughter, and it was just bad. Honestly, right now, I can't remember what it was about. Um, and I just remember being thrown back into a previous poor mental state from 10 years ago. And it was like PTSD all over. It was just um, flashback. Yeah, total flashback. I ended up in a psych ward for 14 days. Um, for about 48 hours, I had no idea what was going on. Nothing. Didn't know who I was. Didn't know where I was. Didn't know what I was doing. And had these little flashes where I myself would come back and be like, oh, I know where I'm at. But then I'd go away again. Yeah. Um, once I was in the psych ward, I um, was able to get help and talked to counselors and participated in groups and got back on proper medication, was diagnosed with, again, because um, it was a second diagnosis for me, uh, bipolar disorder, two, um, generalized anxiety disorder with partial social anxiety. Uh, I have 
borderline personality disorder, touches of OCD, and, and ADHD. So for anybody, that's a lot. Yeah, of course. And packed on top of that, a past life, which I don't really want to delve too much into that. No, that's fine. You don't have to. Um, but something inside me just broke. And I guess when I was fully aware and awake again and knew who I was, I was like, wow, a lot of shit needs to change. Yeah. And that's when I began my healing journey. Was seeing my therapist regularly. Um, I remember crying on my best friend's floor about the whole situation between me and my father, and everything just impacted. Work was bad. I just I was in a toxic household, and I needed to get out. And um, I cried on my best friend's floor, and I told her. We need a safe place for people like us. Yeah. Um, and generally, the Sisterhood of the Traveling Fiends is a woman-based group. Though we accept all followers, we accept anybody who struggles with mental health. Yeah. Um, it was generally something for women to feel safe, to be able to come and talk about their own traumas and their own journeys and what they can do to try and ease themselves through it. And, you know, if I can provide a service just by listening. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think that's the biggest part for me is I, I had nobody to listen to me. Yeah. You probably was, well, first and foremost, thank you for sharing your story. It's so powerful and becoming that voice. It's going to help out so many other people. I really, I'm honored to, have this interview and to hear this part, you know, it's, it's beautiful because something like this, right. I, you and I are very similar in a way where we wasn't in a mental health hospital trying to get help, trying to understand what's wrong with us. Like I have so much pain. I need to learn how to heal. And when you realize probably down the road, like, man, I, I should create a page or do something like this. So someone who's out there, that's, going through it can know, hey, I'm here with you to support you. I may not be there like a, a doctor or any medical advice, but if you need someone to just vent, hey, come here, vent. It's okay because I needed that. I need that outlet. Or if you just need a little sprinkle of positivity, come to my page and check it out. Um, when, because I, I I was in a mental hospital, with, when I went there and I realized, oh my, oh my goodness. This is, I can't believe like how I got here, like what went wrong? And then, you know, they give you like a pencil and a pen and whatnot, and you're able to express yourself, right? Writing out my emotions is was helping me identify. Speaking to the group um, therapist during the time was helping me identify, okay, these are the areas I need to work on. And once I get out, I'm going to learn how to go through that healing journey, which is by far the hardest thing ever, <laughs> you know, because it's so much stuff that we have so much pain and I call it like layers. It's so much layers that we, you know, we sweep under the rug for years and you don't realize until you have a moment where 
oh man, this is triggering something. And I blacked out and I didn't blacked out in the sense of, you know, I'm passing out. I blacked out in, I don't even, I don't remember how I got to work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that was me. I would, I would sit there and, you know, my job is probably like 20, 30 minutes away. And man, I'm, I'm already clocking in. I don't remember driving, you know? How did I get here? Yeah. How did I get here? And people think, and you know, the people that don't understand the, the mental health um, issues or they think that it's just something, oh, I'm feeling sad, get out of bed. And it's more than that. It's no, it's, it's something that just came to the forefront and I'm overwhelmed and yeah. I don't know what to do, you know, but I, I'm so honored for you to share that in that vulnerability. I, uh, I don't know. I was just, I've struggled with, I'm, I'm 37 years old and I've struggled with depression and all these ailments, all these mental illnesses as far back as I can remember. Um, 16, 14, self-harm, cutting, and not in the places where people do it for quote unquote attention. Yeah, yeah. So I cut my inner thighs. I cut up on my sides, the outsides of my breasts, um, my stomach, you know, places where I could hide it where people couldn't see because at 16, I didn't understand what was going on. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand how to talk to my parents, how to talk to my friends about everything that was going through my mind. And for... 10 years I was in an abusive marriage and self-harm was my only way to get out and then you know once that ended it was like what the hell are you doing to yourself Mm -hmm. you know and then battling depression sometimes you get those days where you just entirely want to give up on everything for no reason at all yeah, sometimes. Yeah. And it's just so overwhelming and all-encompassing that that's all you can think about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just, I think my biggest message, if I would have to say it, is that I want anybody out there who is suffering to know that they're not alone. Yeah. 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 Ever. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Ever feel as alone as I have in my lowest moment. What What was one of the first steps to help you heal? That that really you're like, wow, this is helping me out. Um, walking. Exercise. Yeah. After my last run in the bin, I got out and I just knew a lot of stuff had to change. So I started to get up at three o'clock every morning and go for a walk. Just myself, just my earbuds in, just my music playing. And I didn't have to think. I just walked. Yeah, breaking All breaking that having a, having a different routine helped out so much. Yeah, yeah, 
therapy, 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 therapy. Yes. Please, anybody, everybody, if you're struggling, try therapy. If your first therapist doesn't work, go find a new one. Yes. You will find one that you jive with. Yeah. You will find one that you click with and that understands you. Um, my therapist is amazing. Um, I've come a long way in two years. Um, I've only had one relapse in self-harm in that time. Uh, journaling, mindfulness. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. Consequently enough, um, self-help things, positive things. I, I research all kinds of authors now and, you know, do I still struggle to get out of bed every day? Absolutely. Of course. It's, it's, it's just because you're healing and you're just over it or you're happy doesn't mean you don't have those days where it's like, man, I want to get up. <laughs> I have those days. I have those right. days where it's like, man, I don't want to post a good morning video, but I have to because it's part of my routine and learning that habit. I, I'm glad that you said exercising and seeing a therapist. It's so important for that. Um, unfortunately, in my in my story in my journey, I I didn't really I couldn't afford it. I was barely getting enough money to like pay my bills. So what I was doing was journaling, and then when I evaluated my healing process. And I started coming across some therapists and they're like, man, how did you, who's your therapist? Or where did you go to school and whatnot? It was just, like you said, reading books, <laughs> reading books. I was able to knock down um, in like the first year, probably 96 books. And it wasn't just, oh, I want to be a nerd and be, no, this is something that's, I need to learn that. I want to identify what was wrong with me. And once I was able to cope with that and, and forgive myself for the past and realize I was just a child. I can't, why am I carrying the pressure of the world when it's something that I couldn't control? You know, like, as you said, when you're 16, it's so hard to step up to your parents, you know, and tell them how you feel because it's, you're, you're still unsure with the world, <laughs> you know, like, you know, and, and in my case, my parents, they were so caught up in their life and I was so wrapped up in feeling like I didn't exist. And I didn't have that confidence to sit down and have that adult conversation with them at 16. It was just, Hey, I'm struggling with school because of this, this trauma that I'm, I'm dealing with, you know, we're pretty much near the same age. So mental health, you couldn't Google it. <laughs> there was like no Google around and, and talking about seeing the therapist, you know, People in my community will laugh at me. What? Oh, you, you're a nut? You, you know, it's like, no, I'm not a nut. I'm not crazy. But it's very similar to when you have a toothache. You go see the dentist. There's something wrong. Hey, my tooth hurt. Can you take this out? I'm hurting. Can you help me heal? Yeah, no, I think it was super important that you said that. And understanding that not every therapist is going to be compatible with you, which is perfectly fine. I tell everybody there's a language. There's a language you're not seeing as far as um, uh, like a like you know vocabulary language, but a communication language. I'm able to talk to my therapist, and they're able to understand me. And that's the language that I try to present, especially with this podcast. Um, I have a couple of therapists that came on, and and 
I'm trying to help break that stigma. I want people to go, hey, it's okay to see a therapist. It's fine. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. like I said, it's just like get going to the dentist or getting your car oil changes. It's something that we do and it's okay. Especially in 2020 with the um, pandemic happening. And yeah. now I'm starting to see so many people advocate mental health. I'm like, oh, it took a whole pandemic for the world to shut down for people to realize, oh, this mental health thing is serious, <laughs> you yeah. know? But I'm glad that people are listening now. Before it was, uh, get out of here. Get out of here. You, you'll be okay. Yeah. Feel a little bit better. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah you'll be fine. You, I got my own problems too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No. And, and now we're starting to see. Huh? It's like, you don't think I've been trying to get over it my whole life? Yeah. Like, yes. You don't just break up and be over it. It is a continuous journey. healing journey. Mm-hmm. 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 From the day you decide to take that step to seek help for the rest of your life mm-hmm. will be a healing journey. Yeah. Yeah. And learning not to beat yourself up, I think it's something that's so key you know because there's days where like you said i don't i don't have it i don't feel like me but i'm not going to beat myself up because i don't feel like me i'm just learning hey it's okay it's okay it's okay not to feel okay i don't feel like doing that two mile walk today i'm just gonna i'm just gonna sit on the couch and i'm gonna binge watch something on netflix it is perfectly fine you know and it's okay to have those days and 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 not to beat yourself up but to understand it's just one bad day, not a bad life. Exactly. Yes. You have to strive to see the good in your life, mm-hmm. especially when you're struggling. Are you healthy? Are you safe? Mm-hmm. Do you have a roof over your head? Do you have food? You know, do you have a support system? It is so important to have other people, even if it's just people like you and me who we live states apart, but we're able to connect through social media, through mm-hmm. other digital avenues to be able to talk about stuff like that. It's very cathartic. Yes. You know, just to have a community of people who understand. Yeah. It, I think it's really, really important. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's why I really decided to become an advocate. Um, you know, during my, my last like relapse moment, um, and I was able to get out the clinic and try to pick up the pieces, as I call it. Um, I couldn't. I was looking on social media. I couldn't find anybody that I could relate to. Like during it, like I'm trying to look up people. Like, hey, can I find this and probably use the their voice and promote them and share their content? Couldn't find it. And then I was like, all right, well, if I can't find it, I'll just keep on working on me. And then I'll just. One day I looked in the mirror and it was just like, why can I be that advocate? Why can I not share my story? Why can I not connect with someone who understand, hey, hey, this is just a, I just need somebody to vent to. Is it okay if I vent, vent with you? Yeah, I've been going through this and, and learning that. And once I decided to do that, I literally started the HB Mac page a year ago, like a year ago. And I really... I didn't know what I was doing in the beginning. And I just started growing and then realizing, whoa, this, this, this is a community. Wow. I started seeing the same people with the same hashtags and started 
hey, I'm going to follow them. Not saying I need their inspiration, but hey, I might be able to, to share some of their content, vice versa. And the bigger goal is to help someone. And it's been such a blessing. You know, the DMs that I've been honored to have with some people, I'm like, oh, thank you. I, I needed to hear that myself, you know, or, hey, can I vent to you? I'm, I'm struggling with this today, you know, and, and it's powerful. This is, this is, I'm loving this. I'm not going to lie. I'm loving this conversation because I feel like, yes, we're miles away physically, but we're so close, especially, you know, once you and I start connecting, I'm like, oh yeah, we have to, we have to collab. I, I love, I love what you're doing. And I love the fact that you're showing, hey, I'm human too, man. I have my rough days, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because people think like, you know, I'm, I'm a positive guy, but I do have my rough days. There's some days when I'm just, look, I want to lay in bed till I'm to 2 PM and just chill, <laughs> you know, and, and, and try to figure it out. That's why I tell people take a break every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Take a break. You know, like normally my, my breaks are, are, are Sundays, Sundays. I look guys, I just need a break from the world. I just need to recharge and do something different, like you said, to break that pattern. Yeah, I totally agree. I am very grateful for this opportunity. I mean, like, we've been following each other for a while and liking each other's content. And, you know, I, I love your messages every morning. It's part of something that I look forward to because Thank you. you are up every morning right yeah. about the same time that I'm getting up yeah. and you're posting your messages. And it's like, wow and it's that that one day that i decided to dm you it was like we had both posted about gratitude yeah and i hadn't seen it i didn't <laughs> yours it, we must have been posting at the same time i was mm-hmm. like this has got to mean something yeah. I, yeah i'm gonna reach out to this person and i'm gonna say hey and hey here we are yeah 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 no no it it's Gratitude is one one of the, the first things I had to learn, right? Because it's something like, you know, you learn, hey, you know, be thankful for this, be thankful for that. But when you're in that, that phase of the world is crashing down, you, you're not thinking of the, the, man, I woke up this morning. I'm able to have a roof over my head. I ate lunch. I ate dinner. You know, you're not thinking in that mindset. And once I realized, man, I'm blessed to be alive. The things that I've done to my body, and I'm still here, you know? I have to, that's the biggest thing. Now I'm I'm so thankful to connect with my followers, connect with, with people that are similar mindset, like have that similar mindset as me. And, and it helps me, you know? Like, hey, I'm thankful for people sharing my content. I'm thankful to connect with people. I'm thankful for people to even check out my page. I'm thankful to be alive right now. That helps out so much. And, you know, I always tell people, small steps are still steps or small goals are still goals. And I'm thankful for that. Like I, I get overwhelmed sometimes, just like everyone else. Of, Man, let me pick up the phone. Let me see what's going on in social media. Let me see this and let me see that. And then sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I'm doing too much. Put the phone down, spend some time with the family. Let's go out to the beach. I don't need the phone there. And just unwinding and, and realizing, man, I about five years ago, four or five years ago, I was in the world's darkest place. And now look at me. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the, the struggle. Because if it wasn't for the struggle, I would not be the HB Mac that you see today. 
a person that wants to help people out in a way where I may not offer the same thing that you can, but if we can collab and hey, I can expose you to people who might need your help, vice versa. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely grateful for all of that. <laughs> I, I don't think I could have said it better myself. Just you're a very well educated person. It oh, seems like. Thank you. Um, you know, I listened to your first podcast and I, I was definitely like, yeah, yeah, this is this is something you need to do. <laughs> yeah. It it took a while. Um, you know, it's it's hard to put yourself out there and be vulnerable, right? Um, because for a male, especially a black male, um, I was told not to be vulnerable and not to show my emotions, right? And you know, I I was trying to honor that man code. And then I was like, this is the dumbest thing ever. This is one of the reasons why I am depressed <laughs> because I can't express myself. The relationships I'm having with every girl that I want to have, I can't have. Why? Because I don't know how to express that. And I had to learn being vulnerable is not a weakness. It's actually a superpower. I just know how, I just have to learn how to use it. So if I yeah. use it in the right settings, I can help people. I'm not going to sit there and, you know, go live when I feel like crap and not, nah, you know, oh, oh my God, like I got a flat tire. Like, I'm not going to do that. That's not nah, like it happens to everyone, you know, but I learned, okay, let me actually be vulnerable in this sense and tell you the real me. I'm going to own it. It happened, but it's okay you know, and be vulnerable in that way and helping out people in a sense of it's okay. You're not the only one. And that's what I was comfortable with. You know, I was really behind the scenes. I was nervous on how my parents was going to take it because it was a cause of the, the depression. But once I had that adult conversation and me being strong enough and be being comfortable in my own skin as a grown man, like, Hey, this, you don't want to hear this, but this is going to be real. Y'all the reason I feel like this because of this man code and because you're not having that great conversation with me when I need, needed it or you're not even checking in on me. And, and having that uncomfortable conversation helped out so much where in a sense of, okay, okay, you can tell your story. I'm sorry, I messed up. Now I have the best relationship ever with my parents, which I'm humbled by because, you know, it's hard. It's hard, especially when you have to look at them and tell them like, because of you, I'm like this. And and for them to accept it, I think that helped me out so much in the in way of me growing as a person, you know? And then I'm like, okay, well, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to become, at this time, I was like a motivational speaker because I didn't know what a mental health advocate was. And then I just started sharing my story. And, and now here we are. Yeah, that's kind of how it started um i have yet to have that adult conversation with my parents um not sure if i'll ever be ready yeah and, it's, um, and you know what it's okay but it's yeah. okay it's okay because yeah. it seems like you are at peace when i look at you i see you you seem like you're at peace now like as far as the journey that you're on like hey yeah. I'm, I'm cool with this I'm liking who I'm becoming. Yes, I'm very much liking who I'm becoming. Um, You know, before the trauma, before the PTSD, 
I was this very, even with the depression, I was an outgoing person. I would talk to any old body down the street, like just, hey, I like your shoes and just strike, strike up a conversation. And I think that being able to connect with people, even about the littlest thing, it's, it feeds your soul, you know, and I'm getting back to that. I'm getting back out of the anxiety. I'm getting back into the comfortableness of just being okay with the way things are and to know that I'm doing everything that I can to heal myself and in that spreading the message and being an advocate trying to end the stigma around mental health trying to help stop suicide for people like us for survivors it's just I don't know there's there's no more, I don't have enough words to express how much it means to me. Oh, no, I, I, I understand because it, it's, it's, I don't know, it brings me peace, to be honest, because I feel like, like, you know, in life, we all search for our purpose. We don't understand it. We like, oh, hey, you know, whatever. And then you have a moment like this and it's like, maybe this is my perfect purpose. Maybe this is meant for me to be an advocate, not saying I'm going to be um, super rich or famous or anything, but maybe I'm just here to help the the person who needs to hear this. Hey, it's okay. You're down and out. I'm just an advocate. I want you to go get the help. I'm not going to say I'm a professional, but I'm going to say, hey, it's okay. Look, I see my therapist once a week and, and let them know that it's okay. You know, I think that's that's the thing that helps me. That's what gives me peace is... Yeah. When I do my good morning videos, when I do these little quotes, when I have my um, podcast up and running and interviewing people, it's the point of letting people know it's okay. It brings me peace to hear people's story and to see how very close we are, like similar as people. Like, man, we we all had our moments. And now look at us. It may take two years, three years, four years, but look at us. It's a process that you have to go through in order to be at peace. I think this is beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. I really want to thank you for this opportunity because this may be the sisterhood's breaking out moment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. This is, I'm all about uplifting people and encouraging people, you know, because I needed that. I needed that during my darkest moments, right? Um, I thought of the name Just Believe because, you know, during my, once once I got out the um, the mental hospital, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I was just hurt. So I had, um, I remember like this was like yesterday, I had like some sticky notes and I was like, okay, I'm just going to write some positive notes to myself. And the first phrase, I guess you want to call it, is uh, just believe. And I put it on the mirror. And I was just, just kept saying, just believe. I'm just going to believe in myself. And then that was it. And then I just slowly but surely had that confidence and started getting a better support system, as you said. And I realized, well, this is key. I need, I need people that's going to hold me accountable. 
but also uplift me in a way where I need that positivity when I, because there's days when I feel like shit, just, just to be honest, you know, but I need someone to tell me, Hey, it's okay, man. Don't be so hard on yourself. It's all right. Get back up and try again, you know? But yeah, this is, this is beautiful. Um, if you want to tell people how to find you, please do go ahead. Um, well, uh, we are on Facebook and all one word, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pains. Also on Instagram, same thing, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pains, all one word. Um, I'm still working on getting everything organized, um, trying to make it a more aesthetically pleasing page. But I mean, I, from day one of that healing journey two years ago, I've posted almost every single day. And I left all that history up there. And you can see my healing journey through my page. And um, seeing it grow from one person to 2,000 to 3,000. And then having those 100 people a day, like, interacting. It's like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm doing something here yeah yeah so yeah no yeah that's beautiful all right i obviously i'm gonna have um everything in the description so they can find you and whatnot but that was the just believe podcast thank you for listening tune in until then i'll see you next time <laughs>